Hey guys, it's Emma and welcome to Emma Unfiltered. Today I'll be talking about mental health and the education system in Ireland and no better time is this relevant than right now. We are still in a pandemic and on top of that my guests and I are both six year students going through the height of stress so far this year. Will Max be cancelled? Are they going ahead? Is the Leaving Cert cancelled? What is going on? We have no idea but today we can share our experiences on mental health and dealing with anxiety on a day to day basis. Hey guys, here's me today. I have the one and only Shifa Cronin. Shifa, welcome to the podcast and thank you for being my first guest. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, so Shifa, jumping right into it, how are you feeling about the outcome of school and being moved to online for the rest of the month and would you rather be in school or are you satisfied with being moved online? Um. Well, I understand like why they had to stop the three day things like I understand teachers were nervous and everything but like personally I still prefer to be in school yeah like I find it easier to learn that way so like it's hard to like self-motivate yourself isn't it like, yeah from home so but um like in terms I'd be totally fine if we were at home if the leaving cert wasn't going on yeah but like with it going on and them still having us at home having missed three months already like it just makes everything feel a little bit more stressful yeah and like there's no clarity being brought to us like we haven't really been told like what's going ahead and what's not going ahead like I think they're all like just messing with our head a bit too much yeah definitely it's like putting more stress on them as well because they're getting all this feedback but like they're not doing anything to help it yeah exactly they've made it like they've overcomplicated the situation so much yeah if they ever just like if they just kept all of it to themselves and then when they actually had a plan they told everyone yeah because all the like rumors in between and stuff makes everything like 15 times more complicated than it needs to be yeah 100 do you think school and how education is tested in ireland pays a part in the state of students mental health oh definitely <laughs> it can't not like yeah like, I don't think there's any other like generation whose mental health across the board as as poor as ours. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I don't know one mentally stable person. <laughs> like who's like you can genuinely say full heartedly, I am one hundred percent okay. Yeah. Like everyone has something going on. Yeah, I definitely and nobody think that, knows like, how to deal with it either. Because like, it's such don't... a traditional exam as well that like yeah. they don't want to change it, even though they need to. They don't want to. I think as well, like we've, even though we have like the worst mental health as like a generation, we've not been given any tools on how to deal with it either. Yeah. Like as much as like having mental health has become normalized, the actual tools and help, like, and the teaching of how to deal with it has like, hasn't progressed in any shape, matter or form. So then like when it comes to exams and stuff like that, and people are feeling stressed, it doesn't it doesn't matter that everyone can accept oh yeah you're totally right you're you're in it's totally normal yeah. to feel anxious but yeah. nobody can say this is how you fix it this is how you feel better so like, so, like from... even though it's become like accepted in society it's not actually been like it's not actually progressed to a point yeah. where people can say it's not this being accepted like this situation yeah so like what do you think like schools can do in order to accommodate students with mental health issues and anxieties like do you think it should be taught as a core subject and prioritized over other subjects 
Um, I don't know if it needs to be like prioritised over other subjects, but I de- I think already like there's a wellbeing class in the new junior cycle. Oh yeah, yeah. So hopefully they're like they'll be better <laughs> at it. <laughs> but I think like especially the way they reformed the junior cycle and then it's the exact same leaving cert. Yeah. Because like the difference in the two is massive, yet we still have to like you let like for example like my little sister, she's doing completely the junior cycle. But she's still gonna have to do leaving cert. Hmm. So like that's gonna be a whole different ball game for her year. So they're gonna be very like confused for a while. I don't yeah. really understand why they reformed the junior cycle without reforming the leaving cert, but yeah, they should have like I think either started time for the leaving cert to change. Like I think they should have started with the leaving cert because you don't need the junior cert to get into college, and like yeah, you exactly. need the leaving cert. Like the leaving cert is more important. Like you need to you need the leaving cert basically to get on with your life most yeah. of the time like obviously there is other ways like you can get into college like through back doors and stuff but like for the majority of like moving on with your life you do need the leaving cert I just think it hasn't been like mental health for leaving cert students has been hasn't been prioritized over anything this so far the past year with the pandemic going on yeah even like not even just with the pandemic going on, but the leaving cert in general doesn't work. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was, like, a report on this recently anyways that, like, the leaving cert isn't actually preparing you for anything. I know. Like, you're being prepared for three weeks. Like, your entire schooling prepares you, like, 14 years of school prepares you for a three weeks of exams. And then you're thrown into college. It's so strange. It's such a strange system. Yeah. And I don't understand why there's absolutely no continuous assessment whatsoever. Like, sure, like, certain subjects will have, like, projects and stuff. But not all of them do. You know, like, it's still relying on that one project. Yeah, most people are relying on, like, the 20% they get in a project to actually pass the exam. Exactly. It's all just very silly to me. I (laughs) think it's so old. It's so, like, old dated and, like, it's such a 1900 thing. Yeah. And like it, ju- it should be more updated and like culturalized. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in with this century. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like, I actually think the Department of Education know that it doesn't work. It's yeah. just like they've been so determined over the past like twenty years that like this is the only fair way to test students. That like mm. they can't go back on their word now. They're like yeah. embarrassed almost. But like. You could still have a final exam, like, more similar to, like, the UK's system. Yeah. You know, because, like, six subjects is massive. Yeah. I do eight subjects. So, like, if it was narrowed down to, like, you know, three or four, where, you know, you had continued, continued assessment as well as a final exam, it would make life... I think make that's, it what they, that's what they do in, in America. Like, they mark everything. Well, their education system's a joke, though. I know. <laughs> I know, but like, how do they do it? Like, they like, I think how they like they mark it though. They mark everything, so it's not all based on one exam. Yeah, like their grade point average is yeah. Like a I think I don't know how that would work over here. Like, it, I don't yeah. think it would. Yeah, <laughs> but I just think it's so like, 
I just I just don't think it suits everybody and like it's not as they always say every single year it's a one-size-fits-all exam like it, everyone comes out of that either passing or failing it like people don't do well in exams but they would if like they were continuously being tested instead of like always being did you hear that yeah what was that no idea <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was so weird um <laughs> I thought it was like you ringing someone. <laughs> no, I think it was I, th- I think it was my computer, but I don't know where the sound came from. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um but yeah, I just think they they need to sort it out and like they need to give us like at least in a week what's going on with the mocks as well because we're expected oh, yeah. to be online school for a month. And then go straight into mocks for two weeks. I'm not doing my mocks on February first. Like, I'm, I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't think quite how, simply. Like, if we can't go in, if it's not school, safe enough for us to be in school for three days a week, how is it going to be safe enough for us all to be crammed into a hall for two weeks yeah. straight? It doesn't yeah, make sense. There's no at logic all. to their their thinking. They just say things with confidence, and everyone believes them. It makes yeah. no sense. Like even with like the interview last night with Norma Fowler, like she was just like so set on like this is what we said, and like we're actually right, but yeah. we have to listen to the teachers at the end of the day. Like yeah, because she was saying as well that like she did speak to like, the chief medical officer, but like the report he gave was on something completely different. Yeah. So it was all like she kind of just again said things with confidence, and everyone was like, oh okay yeah <laughs> like like it's just i don't even know how to like describe the irish government when it comes to education like they're just oh. yeah no they're just messy <laughs> yeah i just i don't think they even know at this point what they're doing like i thought from the start of the year we should have known like we should have had an option to do predicted grades or to like do the exam like from the start of the year that should have been like you had the options yeah but that that's what's actually i think is like almost most frustrating about everything is that they've had since last march to develop a plan for our year yeah and they they just haven't like yeah. there should have been like a contingency plan in place for in case we went back to home learning like what would happen to us if we missed out on even more school yeah. and like they're just there seems to have been no thought put into it until now. So now they're scrambling together ideas that just don't satisfy anybody. Yeah. Whereas had they put the time and effort into saying, if they miss out on any more time, this is what has to happen. Everything like this month would have been, this week would have been way less stressful and everything would have gone way smoother. So it just like, mm. it's kind of their own fault. You know, they, they should have been more prepared. Yeah, I think possibility. I seen something Barack Obama said last year about Donald Trump because every single country in the UN has to have a playbook on how it would deal with a pandemic if it was to occur randomly and no country yeah. has followed theirs so far. <laughs> like, because the UN has one set up in case like an, a pandemic or like a virus comes out like randomly, you have like something to follow and each country has one but no one has followed there so far because they forgot about it. Yeah, typical. Like, he literally goes, we left a pandemic playbook for him to use and no one has used it. Yeah. No. I stopped that, that whole country's a joke, honestly. I think now, more than ever, shows how bad... I think even at this point, Donald Trump knows how bad of a president he is. Do you know what I think about Donald Trump? 
What? I think he started it all off as a joke. Yeah, 100%. He was like, this would be really funny. A family bet. I, yeah, if I got some sort of like, he just did it for attention. Do you know, he's he's an, he's a narcissist, like the epitome of one. Yeah. And I think he started off for a bit of attention to get himself back in the news, you know, because all people knew him for really like, other than like, like Dragon's Den or whatever yeah. it was, you know, The Apprentice or something. Like, I think he just did it for attention. And then I think the Republican Party, why is my hand here? I don't know. But <laughs> then the Republican Party realised they were, people were listening to him. Yeah. So they took him and they were like, you're going to be our guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And now they've started a fascist movement. So that's great. Yeah. Even if like... Even looking at all the interviews any Republican person does, they're always like, the the interviewer is so good at interviewing Republicans because they're so like, they trick them into answering the question yeah. that they don't believe in. So he's like, so one guy was like, so you don't think, so you're like, you don't believe in fascism or you're anti-fascist. And he goes, hell yeah, I am. And then he's like, so you're Antifa, you're part of Antifa. And he goes, no, but I'm anti-fascist. So they just, they yeah. play to their own mind games and they just, they're so succumbed to this absolute prick of a leader. Like, they just, they they don't know who to believe anymore. Like, most Republicans are actually coming out saying, like, don't go to the Capitol. And, like, even yeah. Republican leaders within the Senate were like, yeah. this is so I wrong. don't even think it's Republicans that support Trump. I think he has his whole own separate thing. Like, yeah, I don't even think he's Republican anymore. So many anymore. Republicans are actually voting Democrats now that have never voted Democrat before in their life. Yeah. Well, it's just because he's so, like, batshit crazy that they were, like, anyone but him, so. Like, he managed to turn Georgia blue mm. and Pennsylvania. Yeah, insane. So I think that, more than ever, shows how much he is hated and, like, how much of a bad president he has been to like the American people in the past four years because he's been impeached tried to be impeached twice in four years yeah and he somehow managed to get out of it both times you know he's just um a unique guy yeah (laughs) I think he's like he always said I came into politics not as a politician as a businessman I think he thought that as a good idea at the start but then he realised how dangerous politics is. And I was like, okay, I have to start saying shit whenever I can and just yeah. making sure they believe in me so I stay here for the next four years. Yeah, no, I think, like, when you say, like, going in as a businessman, it caught people's attention because, like, people wanted the economy fixed and everything. Yeah. But, like, he fixed the economy, like, on paper. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at, like, statistics and stuff. But, like, people's quality of life was still so poor. Yeah. Like, the wealth gap in America is insane. Like, you can be the top 1% or, you know, a majority of the country is living in poverty. Yeah. He basically and that's ran why, like, America for America voted for him because I thought they were going to get a better life because of it. But they clearly didn't, so... He ran for America to better himself. Like, he cut all the tax breaks for uh, rich people because he was a part of that top 3% to benefit himself yeah. from, like, not paying all these taxes. Like, so he, like, what was it? He didn't have to pay, like, $750 million in tax in the past three years because he gave himself a tax break. Yeah. 
Like, sure, he paid like $750 alone for income tax. Like, that's insane. Like, <laughs> and you're like, the thing was as well, there was just, there were so many crazy news stories about him that, like, they lasted a week before a new one came along and yeah. your attention drifted. So, like, mm-hmm. even though he's done so many insane things, it's like, you can't actually name them all because yeah. there's just been so many that, like, some of them ha- you just forget about. Yeah. Like, but the second that, like, him saying the recording of him when he was still running in 2016, of him saying, like, grab them by the... Yeah. Like, that was... That's when you knew, like, America... Was in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if that didn't stop people voting for him, like, nothing was going to stop them. I know. Like, I just think they're so brainwashed into thinking this man is, like, going to save their lives and make them rich when he's done quite the opposite for the whole country yeah it seems but like again like obviously with biden winning like that's changed now so hopefully slowly but surely yeah the trump reign will die off (laughs) his reign of terror will end yeah um but like i i've actually quite enjoyed this talk shifra um do you know do you think in ireland mental health is like one of the leading pro- problems and causes of people not going into like higher education and like not going into the job sectors and stuff. Yes. I think it's not even like I think if you if you're going to talk about like people going on to higher education you, like class comes into it always, mm. you know, wealth comes into it, like the socioeconomics of like of what their life has been has has played a role and often if you know if you're poor and you're struggling to make ends meet you're struggling to you know feed your family then your mental health is going to suffer as a result as well you know like it's all like a ripple effect so somebody like whose parents never went to, to college or whose parents were never in a position that they could you know, go on and achieve what they wanted to achieve because of money, you know, that would be, like, very straining, I'm sure, on your, like, mind, you know, to know that you didn't get to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Yeah. And even if, like, there was no set goal they had or something like that, like, not having someone to look up to and say, they made, they managed to go to college, they managed to get their degree, like, that can be that can hold people back as well, I'm sure, like... Yeah. And you think... Like, I always say it, like, if my parents were, weren't so involved in my education, like, I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah. Like, they're making sure I'm going to school and stuff, and if I didn't have somebody there keeping me accountable, it would be very easy to say, oh, sure, I'll lie in. Yeah. Like, if there wasn't somebody there to get out to me, like, mm. I'd be missing most mornings, just because I'm not a morning person. Yeah. So, like, it's such a privilege to have parents who care. Care about your and education. not everyone's parents do care, yeah, and that as well can have an effect on your mental health. So like, everything affects your mind in some way or another, and it's very difficult to like conquer your mind. Yeah, and like without I support, one hundred percent. Like status, wealth, and class plays a huge part in how people are perceived in society, and like getting into college, which then 
batters their mental health and like so thinking oh if I'm like not this like person from South Dublin or like I don't have like I didn't go to like this school like I didn't go to King's Hospital or like Gonzaga or something I'm not gonna get into this college like people are gonna like, downplay how much they're actually worth which is then gonna like give them like mental health problems in the future and stuff yeah even like but like the thing of private school is like I, it's so baffling mm. that like you can buy an education you can yeah. buy a better education like what what what's the difference between somebody who goes to like let's say a desh school and somebody who goes to a private school like what have they done in their life to for one of them to have deserved a better education than the other yeah like just because one's parents earn more doesn't mean that all the children deserve more do you know what i mean yeah like it's bizarre that like that's allowed like that yeah. the quality of education in Ireland is so like fluctuates so much depending on where you live yeah and like that and again like have you seen you know those tiktoks where it's like of course i'm depressed i lived here i live here yeah and it shows like this really gray like like all of that stuff affects your mind so much so like and like this is all coming from like me somebody who who like i'm quite pretty open about the fact that like you know i have mental health stuff like everyone does in some degree or another but i'm someone who's had support from my parents you know i had a certain degree of support from school you know yeah be a bit debatable there but (laughs) but you know like i'm I'm someone who who's coming from a place of privilege when i'm talking about it yeah so like imagine somebody not coming from that place of privilege how much more difficult that is like it's incomprehensible to me because like when you're suffering with you know your emotions and you're suffering with your feelings and like feeling like you're trapped in your mind it's hard to imagine like you getting any lower yeah but like there are people who are experiencing lower because of external situations that they just have no control over yeah like it's pure luck that i've been given the life i've been given and somebody else has been given the life they've been given yeah and i i so. find it so bizarre how you can like how like even just like your name and stuff like can buy you a higher education and like a better yeah. education or it's like if you look at the like the whole college college admission scandal from like two years ago like how then people had this much money and were like i'm gonna use this to better my daughter's education in a, a legal way yeah and like and i'm no sure one, that happens here all the time oh 100 percent. like Definitely. like trinity people like they 100% like probably like 5,000 of them were like yeah I got this much money let me in mm, I don't know if it's that high but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some <laughs> yeah oh god so do you have anything to add Shifra no just thank you for having me this is fun <laughs> oh thank you well thanks for being my first guest and I hope you enjoyed it <laughs> I did thank you okay Well, that's all for today. I hope you all enjoyed and I'll see you in two weeks for a brand new episode. Make sure to follow this podcast on Spotify for a notification when there's a new episode out so you'll never miss it. And follow the Instagram at Emma Unfiltered Pod.